yeah, it's uh, Parks and Rick watching here with uh, me, Kirsty, and my good pal, Ellie. Good day. Good day, Ellie. And a flaming galore, Strove. Um, so, yeah, so we talk about episodes of Parks and Rec, and then... Uh, no, we watch them, and then we talk about them. That's actually the way around it goes. Yeah. That I actually can do an Australian <laughs> accent better than that, I think. I think you pitched yourself very low with yeah, the trouble. It was it was low and it was warbly. Yeah. And neither of those things are really within my I mean the the Aussie, my best Aussie is not amazing, but that was that it was, is it is better it was, than that. It is better than that. What do we what else do we Oh, season three, episode fifteen. <laughs> Thanks for coming back. Sorry about the sorry about the break as always. <laughs> not that anyone cares. Um and if anything, you know It adds to the charm. It does. It it, it makes it highly anticipated. Yeah. I know we're gonna get lots we don't, of clicks. We're in a world of too much content. You're constantly being bombarded by this, by that. Mm, and we are here <laughs> to bring you slightly less yeah. content as a result. We're here to give you time to digest the episodes, you know? I mean, we get many messages. Oh my god! Don't, philosophical absolutely questions. Absolutely inundated. Honestly, guys, that's the reason we've had the break. Just stop asking us things. <laughs> you really need to digest this podcast. In in the in the metaphor that we're currently in, everyone is constipated who listens to this podcast. Yeah, yeah. And processing it is having a shit. <laughs> okay, no, but surely there. Oh, I don't know. I've lost track of the analogy. So I think they don't. No one wants to hear the rest of it. I think. Right. I think maybe it's fine to move I on. I think it's from fine the analogy. to move on. Um, we can now charge people for listening to the podcast. No, Isn't that amazing? Stop. stop. We've hit a thousand uh, streams. <laughs> That's so funny. And so we. So I. Uh, we can now charge people, but we have to. So I went. I went through the process, and I was like, "What the fuck can we charge people for?" <laughs> And then it turns out you just have to make it like you have to pick certain episodes that only subscribing oh, people can pay for. And like, we a, can... like a Patreon type yeah. situation. So it was like 99p a month that I could make one episode. Like I could make as many episodes as I like just for those people. I love that. But I think... Would anyone be willing to subscribe? For 99p a month. I mean, if you are, let us We get know. a cut of that? I mean, I assume so. Yeah, you hope so. I feel like that must be our take-home price. Oh, surely not. Surely that's the what they pay because Spotify definitely oh, take yeah. a cut. Yeah, no, they wouldn't make it. They, they'd make them pay a ninety-nine p. Yeah, wouldn't they? Yeah. So we're getting like I'm going. We're going to get like forty. Well, that. if anyone's willing, it'd be fun to see yeah. just how much we get out of yeah. it. See how the world works a bit, um, and we'll we'll do a special episode for you, won't hmm. we? We'll um, talk about the tube. Yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> for a lot last time. <laughs> Yeah, you don't get enough of that in the public forums. Speaking of which... Way! Oh, what look, a segue! I know, that's the segue that a paying customer might expect. Um, Ellie, what is your public forum? Um, we kind of... Oh my God, it's all connected so far, this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, my public forum is the men on Married at First Sight Australia. Oh my God, okay, I can actually engage with this. They're just, aside from about three, are the worst... <laughs> They're just awful people. I have watched, so so I know all the characters and, you know, but one of, well, I contended for my public forum was going to be Married at First Sight because it stressed me out so much and I got anxious dreams like I did when I watched The Traitors, if anyone remembers. It was very, very painful. Shannon was just actually just awful. Harrison, I have no words to describe my hatred for him. I mean, he uh, is like a psychopath. He's an actual psych- psychopath, sociopath, all of the paths. Can you be both? Probably. 
because psychopath, I think, I don't know, sociopath is like no emotion, and I don't think Harrison has emotions because he keeps he keeps trying to cry and bless. There's a guy called Ollie who's an absolute sweetheart, stoner, yeah. yeah. And there's a cut where like I remember it was at the one of the dinner party they have dinner parties and Harrison sits and sort of pretends to cry, uh-huh. and they cut to Ollie doing a talking head and he's like, bless Harrison, but whenever he kind of plays the waterworks. <laughs> doesn't actually cry. <laughs> it's just like, Ollie, I love you. I love you so much. Oh, these men. So and some of the women. Mm. But it's a lot of it is a lot of it is the men. Yeah. One of the worst women left. But it's just incredible TV. It, it is it to be fair to it, so I kind of hate reality TV a, a lot of the I don't like that people get paid to have their lives taken apart I feel a lot of empathy pain for everyone on the show and it makes me very they stressed they all signed up they all knew what they were doing I know but people are naive and they don't realise how it will interfere with their lives but um, but it is gripping yeah. TV it, like I do find if I I don't find it easy to get hooked into it but once I'm there it is very gripping TV yeah, and anyway, you have to my public forum is the men to shape up yeah, um, sorry. Anyway. I was rambling. No, no, no. I was rambling. We were both rambling. <laughs> it's what we do. <laughs> it's very much part of the game. It's what you're paying for, yeah. lads. I mean... Uh... <laughs> Kirstie, what's your public forum? My public forum... So, I've just been building up public... Because we've, oh, you know, we've I've got had quite a lot, so yeah. many. Um, so, I've got, like, a list of, like, a good six here. Nice. Um, oh, those are bad. I think oh, I'm gonna say that one of it's not really a bad. Well, it is kind. Of, well, it's not. Yeah, it's just it just made me laugh. Basically, in January, I um I wrote a script for a, a sitcom, mm-hmm. and not 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 getting paid just for fun. Um, and I showed it to a friend, and because I was gonna enter it in a competition, and she was like, "Oh, I'll print it off." And um, we were meeting in Spoons that night, and she was like, oh, "I'll print it off and give you some notes on it." Um, so I'm like in spoons, like waiting for her. And then I see like through the door, just a huge white object come in. And well, she is a white woman, but, um, that's not, but like stark white. Um, and she's accidentally in her office printed off my script on A3 paper. <laughs> and so she just comes in holding this fucking huge script. <gasps> <laughs> with a tiny little A4 portion in the corner with the words no. and she's just got it all no. and then I have to carry this script all the way through Spoons and on the tube home and everything and I just oh my god it, it made it made me chuckle that's hilarious um, and it was it was a bit awkward and I got looks but it is quite funny oh that's so funny yeah but it's just that A3. is her life like her, every, something like that happens to her every single day I've never met anyone I know I know a lot of people who stuff happens to yeah well, you're kind of yeah. one of those people I am to a little extent but she it's <laughs> literally it's so comical all the time I don't know how she does it nice um but yeah that's that's my uh one of my many optional public forums fun any miniature horses I saw some on a train oh very nice and also friend of the podcast yeah. Who? Aiden saw some. Yes. I mean, I'm just a bit for. Yes. Oh, you got told about this, but I did not get that selfie. <laughs> I got. Oh, I got. I think I got a middle finger <laughs> pointing at the hole. Um, yeah. So we've got 
So yeah, listeners will remember Agent yeah. Emery from the um, the, call, the caller episode, the caller episode, which we still, I mean, still, which we still got to bring that back. It was the be- I think it was the best thing we've ever done. Yeah, it was far more enjoyable than. I mean, you must have found it more enjoyable. We found it more enjoyable. <laughs> we need to get you on more often. And I think Torben and Calvin were very sad they didn't yes, make it. Yes, I think they deserve to be on. They do. <laughs> the amount they've contributed. Honestly, they've probably done more prep for this podcast than we have. But. Yes, so thank you to Aiden for yep. sending that in. Um, it will. I. I mean, I'm going to say it will go up on the Insta post. I don't think I've once put a photo of the miniature horses that we mention up on the Insta post. Every time we mention things, they're going to go on the Insta post. They never make it on the Insta post, but it's part of the mystery. Maybe we'll just do it one is. massive spam of all of the things. Every that single said. miniature horse, <laughs> or just a miniature Every, horse post. Yeah, a miniature horse post at the end of at the end of season three, which is after today for us, but next week for you. Yeah. Um. Well, or maybe not, depending on how we get on with the editing. Um, but, um, At some point in the near future. In the near future. Well, maybe not, depending on how we yeah. get on with the editing. Um, <laughs> you will receive a end of season three miniature horse Instagram post shortly before you receive a fucking boat podcast. Woo! So get ready for that, lads. Um, right, should we gong? Yeah, let's gong. Okay. These, these notes. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, so um, so, to contact, um, we were meant to record on last Monday, <laughs> last Tuesday, last Tuesday, no, last no, Monday, Monday. last yeah. Monday. Um, so it's been over it, a week, and it's now Thursday. It's now Thursday of the following week. Um, we all we both watched the episodes for last Monday. Yes, and so. <laughs> enjoy <laughs> Ellie is not confident about remembering I'm slightly more confident with the next episode with with 16 yeah okay that's good because I'm more confident with this great episode. together so between us maybe we've got this okay well let's get going with the parks and recre watch gong Woo! it's quite quiet it was a very quiet gong but... <laughs> shouldn't have overcompensated. It was a mistake. It's always a mistake to overcompensate. <laughs> so because my memory is so poor... <laughs> Excellent segue. We're on the segues today. We're on today. the segues. Absolutely on them. Um, not, not literal segues. It's oh worth God, mentioning imagine. we're on chairs currently. Um, <laughs> imagine if we did a boat podcast and then a segway podcast. We are going to take this to all forms of transportation. Yeah, we're not finished until we've done all forms of transportation. What will be the last one we get to? Plane. I was thinking slide, but yeah, okay. no, you're right. <laughs> slide. It's not really very a, short podcast, it's a, that, isn't it? It's also very short. Or was it just really... us going back, going down again, going up, going down again? Also, does a slide count as a form of transportation? No, I I'd argue no. No, I agree. <laughs> well, there we are. Anyways, what were you saying, Ellie? <laughs> um, the segue. Um, because my memory is so poor, uh-huh. could you please refresh it in the form of perhaps a wrap? Oh, Ellie, I can, and it's going to be wholemeal and good for your long-term energy reserves. Woo! Marlene Griggs-Nope is back in town, and some shaking up of shit is about to go down. Chris reinvents the office to run initial delight until a change of desk becomes a plight. 
Ron is to serve the public. Tom is hold away. Jerry is to present. And April's supposed to aid. Everybody flounders, but Ron comes to the rescue and sacrifices a week of freedom to restore the situ. Everything goes back to normal, except for for Tom, who now has his eyes set on a more enticing job. Meanwhile, Ben has a meeting with Marlene, unfortunately resulting in her hand on his knee. In the end, Ben tells Marlene he and Les are dating and she approves and keeps it hushed to stop the bubble breaking. Whoa! I really enjoyed that. Lovely rhythm, lovely tempo. I think it was... was, I literally wrote in like the five minutes... I mean, in several days before you... I was prepared for when we did it last Monday. But, um... uh, So I think the rhythm was weirdly a lot better than usual, but it feels boring. I didn't get anything that I was really pleased with. You know when you get you know when you get one that you're really pleased yeah. with a lyric. I Oh and Ethel Beavers is here. That was the final line of my rap oh, that nice. I forgot to say. Um yes, Ethel Beavers. What a gal. Indeed. I am intrigued to see if we have any more DVD to Amazon Prime discrepancies today. I mean, it'll be a mystery if there if there is any, because my memories are extremely <laughs> hazy. Oh, yeah. Um, does your so right season three episode fifteen the, the bubble. bubble cold open and in the first day yeah in the office and very good. okay I'm I'm this is what the podcast now is is just a game <laughs> of me prompting Ellie with something small each scene to see if she can remember what happens the quiz is going to be a fucking shit show oh yeah. I can't remember the answers to any of mine. I'm hoping it'll all come flooding back as we talk about it. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's a party for Anne's new job. Yeah. Um, oh, God. It's just all about Stuart. It is all it? about, it's about Stuart. Stuart. It's all about Stuart. I, I, I know he's quite aggressive. I think understandably. I think it, the man is drowned in balloons. I mean, there are an unhumane amount of balloons in that There's room. a lot of people in that office as well. An insane amount of people. And, and you know, if you don't know... I mean, don't get me wrong, I love Andy and April, but if you don't know them, an oh, odd pair. Yeah. An odd pair yeah, between yeah, yeah. them. Um, Andy's spouting some valuable science I'd advice. I'd love to see that science knowledge coming through. I know. You, you know he paid attention in school. It doesn't manifest itself all the time. I think he definitely remembers like a few key facts and this is one of them mm. and what do gases do Ellie? they fill the volume of whatever container they're in they do that's by definition <laughs> I mean I like to say this is how well when it, the, I looked at my notes for this episode and it originally said gases fill the container of whatever container they're in <laughs> <laughs> that's a peek behind the curtain everyone yep. uh, this is the sort of stuff you don't usually see yeah um, <laughs> Stuart's valuable comment is just get these fucking balloons out of here <laughs> And I think we can all say so valid. fair play, Stuart. No, he's absolutely amazing. Yeah. I, in the when I saw this, I was like, minor character sorted. But blimey, so this episode is rife with my. I, mean, I only remember one of the others so far. <laughs> okay. <laughs> is it the one that I whispered at the end of the recap? No. Rap? Oh yeah, no, she's in it as well. No, no, no. I think we've had her before, but oh, it's yeah. the, uh, the woman. It's the woman. It's, of course, it's the jogging woman around the day. Um, but I, so I, so Leslie um, is celebrating Anne's new job in the parks department. She's like part-time director of public health or something, and she's got a rigorous schedule planned for their first day. She's got an. She says she's got an activity planned every hour. Um, then proceeds to list off all the activities she's got and goes ten waffle at ten o'clock we've got a waffle explosion eleven o'clock we've got the start paperwork jamboree and at twelve we've got the inaugural de ants party. <laughs> 
Um, and then just stops. So the all day party does finish at, uh, at one. We can assume, <laughs> unless the all, the inaugural da ants party is is a twelve till six activity. Yeah, I think I'd probably knowing Les, it probably it is. probably is to be fair. And they've got the balloons to sustain it. Yeah. So. so after the cold open, yep, we've sort of we have probably got distinct plots. What do you want to do? I didn't split them. I'm happy to just. Chronolodge. Let's chronolodge. Grand. Yeah. I think that's going to be better for my notes if we chronolodge. Sounds good. So Ben has uh, a meeting with someone called Marlene Griggs Nope, and he is wondering if it is any relation to Leslie. <laughs> why, why would you say no? <laughs> she says no and defends it as she doesn't want to burst the bubble and as soon as her mum gets involved, it will burst the bubble of her and Ben having a fun time dating. But as Anne points out, she's not thought this through. No. Especially um, not with the description that she gives of her mother. No. We get it all the time. We laugh about it, but I've never met her. Already inconsistent. She's Filipino. She's okay, bye. Um, I mean, so much of that is going to fall apart. Yeah. Almost immediately. But she doesn't want it to end because she likes the start bit of relationships. Yeah. Um, which I think are the worst by a long way. But I think... I think, no, but they're starts. in, like, the, the honeymoon bit. Yeah, that's true. They're not in the, like, awkward Some bit. of us should get to that bit a few years in. But I think I think for a lot of people it is, it is immediate. <laughs> but uh, I like that her, her idea of, like, the perfect... Yeah, they're setting her up that she's like, you know, the start of a relationship, it's lots of cuddling, white wine, and History Channel documentaries. <laughs> love it. Absolutely love it. What more could you ask for? Absolutely nothing. What what's it, What happens next, Ellie? <laughs> um, <laughs> I think she talks to Anne about it. She goes into Anne, uh-huh. and then she suggests buying a one-way ticket to London. Yes, <laughs> that's what I've got written down. Thanks. And then she asks Stuart to give them 45 minutes. <laughs> Stuart comes in, but they're busy planning what she's going to do. And so she asks Stuart to give him 45 minutes and he opposes it. He's like, it's my office too. And then Leslie's like, Stuart, please. <laughs> and then he leaves. What? This poor man. This poor man. Stand your ground, Stuart. Yeah. Come on, this woman. And then she has a go at him for leaving. She is, she's very unreasonable to yeah. Stuart. She's she an emotional state, it's fine. Yeah. But then, I imagine it's when Chris comes in with his plan. Very good. Because I'm assuming no one else would say the words multitasking executive side. Oh no, aid. Aid. Yes. Aid? Yeah. Side? I it think no one side. would say the words multitasking executive side. <laughs> if anyone would, it would be Chris. It would be Chris. I mean, I think the multitasking executive is the, is the word yeah. is where the trade yeah. is really coming through. And then just, he promotes Andy and then it's... You'll be doing this for three weeks, then back to shoes. Yeah. <laughs> so the idea is that Chris, every city manager who comes in, gets to shake up the department and bring out their new ideas, and Ron just sits back, eats donuts, and enjoys the ride as the department crumbles to the ground. But so he has different people doing different things. He's got Jerry on leading, leading stuff. stuff. Absolute no. shambles. Sorry, podcast listeners. I'm just going to uh, put our tea in the oven. <laughs> Would you like to do a poem while I'm gone? Um, I'd, I'd love to. <laughs> it's oh no, hang on, I can't think of anything that rhymes with dinner. With dinner. Yeah. Winner. Oh, mate, you should be doing this while you do the poems. <laughs> yeah, when are you going to the next? <laughs> it's time for tea. 
And no, it's almost time for tea. Oh my god, I didn't. I couldn't even get one line out, mate. <laughs> I panic on depression. <laughs> You looked so happy. I don't even care what the It really reminds me of, um, if, if, I don't know if you've seen Ghosts, but there's a bit where they're left oh, unattended with a microphone and it's just like, buy cheese, please, from Louise. <laughs> and it just, that's, I could, where, that's where I could feel myself starting to go. I have not seen that bit, but I like it. Yeah, it's funny. Also, Katie Wicks is in Ted Lasso. Yeah. Fuck, that was a nice surprise. Love Abs- it. Probably my favourite character. Absolutely love her. Absolutely on, love her. I know, Bob's. <laughs> Where were we? Uh, three weeks then back to shoes. Chris is mixing up the office. He puts Jerry in charge. Yeah, Tom, Tom on fourth floor. Yep. Where they have a vending machine selling meth. I just think that they could get rid of that vending machine. <laughs> That's a lot of the problem. I can't remember all the weird fourth floor flat fourth fourth floor facts that we learnt when we met the fourth floor before. before. I remember there was a guy like urinating or something. <laughs> Who's selling urine? Selling oh, no, urine. Like, no, urine. I'm buying or selling. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, we love. I actually love the fourth floor so it's much. So good. Its appearance in this episode is cracking yeah. as well. Very good. Very um, good stuff. Then is that what we kicked? cut to Tom on the fourth floor no Ben <laughs> then Ben it's Ben's meeting with Marlene yes and I don't know how but Ben gets coffee spilt on him yeah just before he goes into well, it, the meeting isn't it because like Leslie comes up to her and says actually no Marlene is my mum so Leslie's, Leslie like panics yeah. him before she goes into the meeting because she's like actually it's my mother and she's very quick to judge <laughs> and all that sort of stuff and then Ben panics and like spills yeah. his coffee because um, then he walks in and fair play to Marlene this is an absolute zinger isn't it looks like you've got some shirt on your coffee <laughs> poor Marlene I know she's she is a witty little soul yeah and then he says ah yeah well you know what happened I spilled it <laughs> and she's like, great anecdote <laughs> and I, do, she, I do enjoy it it's very dry humour I really like it, it. She's, she's, she's like got a very classic that generation yeah. humour I like Strong woman of that generation. Yeah, that is that is Marlene Griggs. No, they've nailed it. Also, this is this is like post. You know, you know, early on where like Marlene Griggs was like like Leslie loved her and yeah. looked up to her loads. We've just hit that transition where yeah. there's been like a total change in their dynamic and Leslie's like views on her. And we just yeah. don't know when it happened. Yeah, interesting. But That's I would like point. to know. Yeah, which we've seen that episode. Wouldn't we all? Hey, hey, we all. Then we cut back to the office and see more of the changes, mainly the circle circle desk. Yeah. Because then it's swivel. Swivel. Tiny swivel. Tiny swivel. <laughs> yeah, so uh, Chris's idea for Ron is that his office is now a public waiting room and Ron has to sit in a donut desk in the middle so he can swivel around and attend to everyone's needs all the time. This does not please Ron, even though it fulfills the Swedish concept of Yandel stacked or whatever it is. Love it. Also, equality is a concept outside of Sweden or yeah. whatever country he says. Also, did you know there's a type of donut called a cronut? Yes. Right. Croissant donut. Oh, well, fair enough. Yeah, I didn't. And I heard it the other day and I was like, that that's hilarious because it just sounds like what a child would be like. Oh, what you got there, a cronut. <laughs> I know that wasn't a child. That was a that was a thug. But um, good anecdote. <laughs> what have you got next? Ethel. Ethel Beavers. Do we go to fourth floor? Yeah. 
happy days. <laughs> because they show her into a room and then she's like, this is still a crime scene. <laughs> oh no, it's a guy. Is it the guy in the room? There's a random guy in the room. I My first note No, is, that's later. My first note is they shouldn't have a room for the knives. Now, I don't remember that, but that implies there is a room for the knives. <laughs> it's the fourth floor, of course. There's a room for the knives. <laughs> I've then got, I love the fourth floor oh my god, Ethel Beavers. And then Tom's like, I'm not wearing this name tag. And she's like, do what you want. I don't care. <laughs> and then he's like, he says something, because Andy has basically been put as his assistant yeah. today. And Andy starts taking it quite seriously. And I can't remember what Tom says, but I think it's some, remind me to never blah, 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 blah. And then Andy just writes down, remind Tom, ask something. something. <laughs> Also, I don't know if you noticed, not that you'd remember, even if you had at the time, um, but in the meeting earlier where Chris was telling everyone what they were going to do in the department, the whole time Andy was just like staring at his notepad, furiously making notes. And then when he was told what he was going to do, he was like, that sounds awesome, but I didn't, I wasn't super listening. So if you want me to do it, you're going to have to say it again in like a more interesting way. But like he was making notes the whole time. So I just want to see that note page. I just want to see know what what's on there. Then uh, Leslie and Ben unite post meeting. Yep. I've just got the words cute fascist hard ass. So I don't know where that's wow, from. Wow. I, uh, I don't. I think that's one, one a mystery one for the <laughs> one one for the mystery book yeah <laughs> one for the quotes that we never managed to pin down yeah um so so Ben basically caves in and gives her so Marlene wants school buses yeah. from Ben he gives her them uh, because he's a pushover he's scared of yeah. her um and then she comes back and asks for more and. Leslie like goes to check what Marlene thinks of Ben and she's like oh I love him because he's a pushover and Leslie's like oh come on so she teaches Ben how to interact with Marlene Um, and all the things that he should learn about which are her favourite conversation topics and he actually does very well because he goes back in and he's an absolute baller Yeah. so yeah because when they're prepping for it she's like okay let's role play I'll be my mum you come in and like say what you're gonna do and she's like okay come in and talk to me and she's like hi and she's like nope wrong (laughs) just come and say what you want come and say what you want and then he like does it again and he's like so about those buses and then she's like you should already be sitting down just come in and sit down and now you're crossing your legs like a woman you can't and then he's like I'd like to discuss the school bus and she's like oh hello Dr. Zeus I didn't know we were going to be rhyming. And then he's like, um. And she's like, um is part of dumb. <laughs> it's a great. She really gets a character. She, she knows her mum. She really knows her mum. So then I think we cut back. What have you got next? Honestly, it's an absolute mess. And what have you got? Let's get you certified. I mean, that's probably some fourth floor stuff. Yeah. And then I've got So I Made Some Tea With It. I don't know where that's from. Oh, no, that. that I know where that's from. Okay, this great. is the woman in, in the office. So... Our favourite woman, mayonnaise sandwich woman, Ramsey oh, Park woman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every time she comes in, also, I never noticed this until this podcast, every time it's Ramsey Park. Yeah. Like, every single complaint she has is about Ramsey Park. She, should, she needs to try a different park. She should, I mean, all of the complaints are completely invalid, but she should still just try a different park. Um, and she comes in and... Uh, she, because Ron is now to deal with all public yeah. uh, inquiries and stuff, she comes to talk to Ron about the fact that 
it said don't drink the water in Ramsey Park so she made tea, tea with it, it and now she has an infection <laughs> um, and she's complaining about this and Ron is just continuously slowly swivelling so that it's absolutely beautiful it is a fantastic physical comedy so that so she's it's never- just this very slow I know. Because so there's no escape. Ron is so slowly swiveling around and the woman is like walking around. She's like, sir, sir, you're, are you, can you hear me? So it's like, of course he can hear you. He's literally so, swiveling away So from blatantly here. ignoring you, babe. And then, and then she starts jogging to keep up with his swivel. And it's, Iconic. It's quite tolerant of her, really, because I would expect of her to like just stand still and have more of a go at him. Yeah. But she just jogs next to him and she's like, do you know that uh, your water system has is contaminated or something and she's just jogging her I love her so much there's also just a little thing um, Chris put in a rain window like Joey has in Friends did he actually in the background there's a little rain window oh my god and I was like oh well spotted I didn't notice that that's amazing it's just, it's just, I like that oh makes you want to pee doesn't it <laughs> All I remember from Friends is that scene where it's like playing like all by myself or something, and it just. That, I've wanted one ever since then <laughs> because of that scene. Well, sometimes you, when you're feeling sad, you just want to look through a rainy window, but it's sunny outside, and you're like, "God damn it!" It's such a stupid joke that bit in Friends. It's like they introduced that fucking thing early in the episode just so they could have love it. Love it. It's out. worth the payoff. It's so good. Um, then we cut back to the fourth floor and here's yeah. my other contender yeah. for <laughs> favourite minor character. I agree. And I can't remember what he does. <laughs> but he just says, tell Mort I said your move. He basically comes in and he's like, is this Mort's office? And then Andy's like, oh, I don't think so. No, sorry, man. And then he's like, huh. And then he picks up a glass jug of coffee off, off, the, off the side and then just, like, pours the coffee on the floor and then smashes the glass against the wall. And then the others are just like, what the fuck? And then he says, tell Mort I said your move. Absolutely incredible. So good. There's so much happening on the fourth floor. Yeah, the, the fourth floor stuff is so good. Yeah. Uh, so Tom is trying to charm his way out of doing work by charming Ethel yeah and she is just completely unaffected by it <laughs> finally because for some reason Joan Calamezzo absolute sucker and I've put bless her she actually seems fairly efficient like Ethel <laughs> seems like she, <laughs> she does gets, her job quite she well she it done she does does it alright um, and then so then Donna's complaining about her keyboard yes okay that makes sense for what I've got written <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh I'm forgetting to play the game <laughs> I was like, why the hell have I written Perfect Fits Club? Oh, yeah, yeah. It's because of Donna's space keyboard. So she says she can... So she's been given, like, a weird, funky keyboard. I, in what universe is that keyboard efficient in any way, shape, or form? Does it exist, or did they make it as a prop? That's a good question. I, oh, it probably, I feel like it probably exists somewhere. Yeah, it probably does. Like, It's a sorry world we live in, isn't it? Yeah. Also, space keyboard, yeah, so Donna can now only type one word in a minute, and that word is... Perfect Club. <laughs> it, it reminded me of... So Richard used to... Uh, he went through a phase of about a month and a half of every single night when it was in lockdown, when we'd all be watching TV, he would sit in his room and go on this website to improve his typing speed. And I think he got it up by like about 0.001 or something and he literally spent a month and a half of evenings like just in his room on his little God. 
keyboard and that keyboard reminded me of it because I was like, that is a that is a pointless thing to do with your time. <laughs> it was lockdown, so the, the frustrations yeah. were heightened. Yeah. What's your next note? He seems pretty self-assured. Yeah. So that's when... That must be post-second ben, ben meeting. Ben goes into Marlene now with primed with confidence yeah. and the techniques of how to get her on board. And Leslie's in the room. Yes. And Leslie's like, well, he seems pretty self-assured mm. to try and counteract the uh, pushoverness yeah. that he had yeah. previously demonstrated. Yeah, and then Marley puts her hand on his knee. <laughs> yeah, so so then so Ben's actually like getting stuff done, and they're like making progress. And Leslie's like, "Oh, I think it's going really well." And then it, it just the camera just zooms in on Marley putting her hand on his knee, and it's so funny. I mean, it's oh, it's not a good no. I mean, it's it's not a good scenario. It's really not. What would you do? Uh, wait, in, in whose shoes? If you're Les, if I'm Les, well, she's oblivious. But then when she finds out... Yeah, because she doesn't... Honestly, she doesn't seem that phased. Yeah. I guess maybe maybe she knows her mum and knows it's just... Uh, I don't know. I don't know what I'd do, to be honest. I don't... I, I just... I just can't... I can't put, even put myself in the situation. No. It's just... It's just so weird. It is so weird. And I think it's just because neither of our mums would do it. Yeah, no, I think that's probably... That's why I think we're finding it so hard to believe. I know maybe the age gap between Les and Marlene is less. Yeah. I don't know. No. I don't know. I don't know, because Leslie's meant to be like 40, like late 30s, I think. Is she? Yeah. Interesting. Because, yeah. Fair. So then Marlene... I don't know, she doesn't look that old, does she? It's honestly a mystery. No, okay, fine. I don't know. I've also got my next thing, I don't know what that's about. What is it? It's, who was that? I don't know. Right, I mean, that's going to be hard to... That's going to be hard to solve, even... I mean, that's just a sentence. Yeah. Presumably some fourth floor antics. Probably? Honestly, I just just don't know. Who was that? I don't know. Oh, no! It's because there's this weird scene with Chris comforting oh, yes. this woman. Yeah. Like, it's completely out of the blue. It's to start the Anne and Chris storyline back up, right? No, Leslie goes to... Ron goes to Chris. Yeah. To complain about the things at the office. And he's like, the woman's crying and comforting her. And he's like, who was that? And he's like, I don't know. Yeah. So we say we see like half a minute of random Chris comforting this woman about whatever. And then he just didn't know it was. And she's like, I saw her crying and I helped. <laughs> Love Chris. <laughs> he's so funny. So sweet. Um, oh, I know. It's Tom approaching him to be Tom. like, I don't belong on the four forks. He's like, I tend to work best with young, attractive people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then Chris is like, let the brain unlock the door to the heart's future. That's a saying I came up with ages ago and it's still in use today by me. <laughs> Love Chris, love him. And then on the fourth floor, Andy and April would be like Cus- uh, Cus- Kissy and Cuddly and Ethel and Muriel. It's Muriel. Nice. Ethel and Muriel are there being like, oh, you two are so cute. And then they just start flirting with Andy. Um, and it's just amazing. And Tom's just like, ugh. And this is what makes Tom want to quit. And he quits. Does he quit this episode? He quits this episode, I think, doesn't he? I thought he, like, he puts out his resume. I don't think oh. he actually quits this episode. Oh, okay, okay. He puts out his resume. Yeah. But he's he's made his decision that he yeah. wants to move on. Yeah. Which is amazing because it means we are so close to the one, the only E720. Just, oh, lordy. So then we've got the conclusion of the 
office stuff. So Ron is sat at his desk. Donna like throws her keyboard on the desk. Jerry misses Parker's pork. Um, yeah. which is brilliant <laughs> multiple times and he also starts the meeting by saying e- even if he said it correctly the meeting would have started saying Webster's Dictionary defines park as and I'm like this is not a wedding speech <laughs> he's definitely just googled speeches yeah and then Ron goes to complain to Chris and compromises that he will have his desk for one more week if everything else goes back to I don't quite get how Chris really wins anything out of that but there we are I think he gets the, the satisfaction that he's made a difference in that department for a week. For a week, yeah, okay, fair enough. I mean, short term, but fine. If that's enough for him, that's yeah. enough for him. So then Ben tells Leslie that Marlene made a pass at him. Yeah. Um, and she says to him, were you asking for it? <laughs> Unacceptable, no, Leslie. Yeah. Unacceptable. And then she suggests, I think, so I've got issue a govt which is an abbreviation for government, uh, issue a govt-wide memo on sexual harassment and then go to Mex. Yeah. So I assume she suggests doing that and going to Mexico. <laughs> Incredible. And then Ben storms in and just tells Marlene and is like, uh, look, unless you want your daughter to get fired, keep it hush. Yeah. And then she's like, yeah, sure. Nice. Sound. Yeah. Good old Marlene. Yeah. Oh, and then Andy teaches the new shoe shinist how to do it, yeah. um, which is incredible. And then it's just, I can't remember, because I can't remember what he says to the guy, and he's like, a year ago I lived in a pit. <laughs> yeah, because Tom's like, man, how can you stand it up here on, when they're on the fourth floor? And Andy's like, I don't know, a year ago I lived in a pit, and now I have a job, so I'm pretty happy. <laughs> um, so and then he pays the shoeshine guy yeah. for shining his shoes. And then calls him an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. Rank uh, it. Um. I'm going to go... I, th- I feel like at the time, uh-huh. I did very much enjoy it, so I'm going to go Harvest Festival. But on discussing, you have... You have... No, no, no. Like, as in, like, I can't remember it now, so I think it would yeah. be unfair to tarnish it with my current non-memory. Yeah, that's fair enough. Yeah, I've also gone Harvest Festival, because yes. I think I enjoyed it a lot of the time. Fourth Floor, good stuff. Fourth Floor's always going to bring out the goods, the goods. Ron having to interact with people. Ron swiveling in that chair. Yeah, Jerry saying pork... I just, God love him. God love him. Um, okay, favourite minor character? Oh, it's so hard, tough. isn't it? I think oh, it's a tie yeah. between Stuart and the guy who just walks in and smashes the coffee cup. Because <laughs> I remember the co- like, just when I was watching that, I was like, what I know. on earth? It's so good. And it made me laugh so much. <laughs> and the thing is, they... So I've literally got... I've got Stuart... Ethel Beavers, but I'm not going to say Ethel because she has definitely had better episodes. But Stuart, Ethel Beavers, the Mort guy, the Park woman, yeah, Muriel, who just really made me laugh. Yeah, Muriel was bringing out zingers and the new shoeshine guy. Like all there of them, there were so many are contenders. I agree that the Mort, the Mort guy, is probably the one that made me laugh the most. But there's something about Stuarts. Get these fucking balloons out of here. I know. That is just... And that he's let them get 45 minutes. <laughs> also, just how long did he sit in the office while they were putting the balloons in? Like, he didn't I know. to leave. I know, he got time. drowned. So he just was there while they were filling balloons around his head. <laughs> oh, Stuart. Um, I think... Uh, well, you go first. I'm going to go with coffee cup guy, I think. Okay, I'll say Stuart. Nice. I think, I, I think I'm sold on Stuart. Nice. Okay. Um, Quiz? Quiz time. This could be interesting. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'm not confident at all I'm going to get any of them. Your Eagleson tier question is, who does Ben have a meeting with? Marlene Griggs. Nope. Ding. 
your eagles into a question is who is in the bubble ben and leslie ding <laughs> i like that links it back to the episode title so season three episode 15 <laughs> um entertainment 720 tier question any rolf what floor does tom get moved to fourth ding your entertainment 720 tier question is who gets sent to the fourth floor with tom <laughs> andy in april well andy andy ding I forget that Rachel Branch wasn't sent there, but just chose to go there. Yeah, it is her uh, spiritual home. <laughs> yeah. Um, your calzone tier question is: What did it say on the board in Chris's meeting? God. Oh, absolutely. God knows. Oh no, that's too harsh. Okay, let me change because uh, yeah. Um, what are Leslie's favourite things about the beginning of a relationship? White wine, cuddling, history documentaries. Amazing. Ding. Uh, your calzone tier question is what is Anne's office mate called Stuart ding your harvest festival tier question is what is Anne's middle name oh, I don't I don't Meredith oh. it's only because it's one of mine the only reason I know it ding your harvest festival tier question is what is Jerry's new job uh, public relations he's like head of public relations head of public relations incredible oh. ding Thank you. Your Lil Sebastian oh God, tier oh, question is, on a poster in Anne's office, how many fit men are there? Whoa. Oh, I have absolutely no clue. So let's say four. Thirteen. Okay. It's just a poster and it says 13 fit men and then it's got silhouettes of people doing different exercise positions. Fair. Anyways. Um, your little Sebastian tier question is, what three places does Leslie suggest people run away to? <laughs> Mexico. Mm-hmm. London. Mm-hmm. Mm. Oh, I don't know if I know the final one. Have we mentioned it? Because no. I'm not going to lie, I didn't know the others until we mentioned <laughs> them, so no, I'm probably not going to get it. Antwerp. Belize. Belize. Oh, yeah. Mm-mm. That rings a kind of bell. Mm. So I'll accept the I think answer. that's the first one that she suggests someone run away to. Or maybe the second one. Yeah, I feel like that's early doors yeah. in the app. Oh, well. Do you know what? We actually both did bloody <laughs> yeah. well there. Maybe the questions were easier. Maybe we're geniuses. Yeah. We'll leave it to the listener to decide. But thanks for being with us, everyone. Thanks. We'll see you next week. Who knows what will have happened in our lives between now and then. Gosh. It, the possibilities are endless. What a wonderful anecdote. <laughs> right. And with that... Bye.